You may or may not have noticed that there wasn't a new episode last week. Maybe you've been around long enough to know that I haven't missed a week in nearly two and a half. Well, really, three years. At least if you count the Facebook Live that I used to do every Saturday before this podcast came along. But there's been a shift in my heart and it may mean taking a break from this podcast. But I'm not going to leave you hanging and I really want to just talk to you about that today. So go grab your coffee and get ready because here we go. This isn't a game of ding dong ditch. And don't worry, I'm not a solar panel salesman. I'm just here to see you, friend. Whether you have spit up stains and cluttered counters, or you're still in your heels from work and just getting dinner started, take a minute and come sit with me. Welcome to the JAR podcast with your host, Lydia, certified teacher, homeschool boy mom, oh Lord help me, and marriage ministry leader, bringing you tough lessons from my own journey to soul health and wholeness. Together each week, we'll discuss our struggles, pain, and shame. We'll combat labels and lies with biblical truth, and we'll work through our mess and come out stronger, more confident, and rooted in our identity in Christ. So move your pile of laundry over. Better yet, let me help you fold it while we talk. Thanks for letting me in. Now let's get real. When I started this podcast, I had been sitting on this idea of the jar for about six years, which is a super long time. I didn't know what it was going to be at the time. I have an episode about that whole story back in episode 37. But just like how when I started this podcast, I kind of sat on the idea, didn't know what it was, waited for God to kind of reveal things. And with time, he did and he gently guided me to take action on it and make it what it's become. Well, the same thing has been happening, but in the opposite way. He's caused a stirring. He's sort of caused me to feel a little bit like I'm squirming in my seat and not sure of what it is he's asking me to do. And I'm still not quite sure exactly what the end result will be. All I know is that it's time to obey. And I don't make this decision lightly, just like I didn't when I started it, where, you know, I even had a launch party and I had people over to pray over the podcast and dedicate it and really started off with a celebration. Well, I've done the same thing in reverse where I've met with some friends and some mentors about this and talked about it at length with my husband about what is it that I'm feeling and having a hard time with. And most of it has come down to the fact that God is having me rest. And I'm sort of only just now connecting the dots because when I look back at this year, one theme that keeps coming up several times throughout the year in different ways and in different places by different people or sermons or things that I'm reading is this theme that comes from Psalm 23. It's my younger son's favorite chapter in the entire Bible that he reads over and over and over again and I have had it memorized since I was a little girl. I'm very familiar with it and I've been taught multiple Bible lessons in Sunday school with felt boards and skits and I know it inside and out. But experiencing it is a whole other thing. And I have walked through valleys of the shadow of death. And it's been a journey to know my shepherd and learn to hear his voice. But it's probably taken me the longest to, and it's been the toughest lesson, to learn how to rest. To let him lead me and be willing to follow where he's leading me. 
You know that video that's in reels and videos of the, on social media right now of this sheep that is running and he keeps like leaping around and he leaps right into the crack of the ground and gets stuck and wedged in there. And then he gets rescued and pulled out and immediately runs off again right back into the crack and gets stuck again. Well, I can relate to that sheep. I can tend to run myself into the ground too. And one thing that the Lord has been gently leading me to do is to slow down, to focus, to rest, to take in the beauty around me in the green pasture, and to make me lie down by still waters. Now, not that raising tween and teen boys is like lying down in a green meadow with butterflies around. In fact, it's the opposite of calm in my house right now. But I think that's what God means when he says he makes me lie down in green pastures because I would rather be doing all the things, be up and running around and taking care of everything and everyone. And I'm just in that season right now where my boys really need me and my husband needs me. And it's because of this mission that my husband and I have been called to right now to shepherd our sons who are in their tween and teen years. We have joined a leadership team of a local marriage ministry starting this fall. We're continuing to work on our own marriage and prioritizing some in-person ministry opportunities. And that's really led to needing to cut back on some things and say no to other things, including praying through next steps and direction and clarity for this podcast and what God has for me, for you that are listening, for us as wives. I mean, I absolutely love sharing what God has done in my life, in my marriage, in my heart. I love how he points things out to me and he shows me again in another thing and I read it over here and again another friend says the same thing and he lines it all up and he's trying to make it very clear and I love sharing that with you. And it's been the most amazing thing to see him reach through the podcast to the minds and hearts of you in 90 countries across the globe. And I pray that he continues to move like that, whether it's in and through me or through others and through you as you find healing. So as I have come to the conclusion that it's time for a break, my intention is during this break, which I don't know how long it'll be, (laughs) I might pop in next week. I might pop in in a couple months, but in between and while I'm taking a break and trying to rest, (laughs) I will be doing more reading, doing more journaling. I've been getting back into that, participating in this new marriage ministry opportunity with my husband, going on more dates with him. We were just out the other night because both our boys were at the same uh, place for baseball practice. We're like, you know what? Let's go get some sushi while they're practicing. And it was so great to just go on an impromptu date. And we look forward to more of that in this busy baseball season with our kids. And I will also be managing my home better, putting in more effort there and keeping up with the boys' school, homeschool schedule and baseball and being a more intentional friend in person. I'll be paying attention more closely to what God has for me and for this podcast, for this ministry that has really come from my heart and my testimony and sharing what he's given me. He's already been giving me some ideas and things for what he has planned in the future, but I really need to lean in and listen and rest and see what it is. So hopefully that means to come back and share with you things that he's teaching me and 
leading me toward. And again, that could happen every once in a while. It might be a little while, but I pray in the meantime, there are some things that you can be doing too. One thing you can do is go back and listen to over 130 episodes here on the podcast. And even if you've listened to every single one, I'm sure you could find ones that apply to where you are today and what you need to hear today. I mean, there's ones about what happens when you feel like God is silent and not listening to your prayers about marriage. What do you do when you're angry and that anger is sabotaging your marriage? There's episodes about when you really want your husband to be the spiritual leader, but he's not. And how do you navigate that? How do you submit to that? How do you continue to be a godly wife even when? There's episodes about what to do when your husband says he wants a divorce, what to do when you feel like you want a divorce, how do you deal with toxic traits that are ruining your marriage, how do you deal with disappointment, all of these things, whatever issues that you face, but how to do it from a biblical perspective with the truth of God's word at the forefront. Another thing you can be doing in the meantime is checking out the incredible resources by my friend and one of my podcast guests that I recently had on, Dr. Carol Tanksley. I'll put all of her information in the show notes as well. You can check out a local re-engage class near you. It's nationwide and I've talked about this program that my husband and I went through that really saved our marriage and then we took it a couple more times because we're slow learners and then we ended up leading a small group and you can go to reengage.org. I'll link that in the show notes too. And find one that's near you and get involved with it. Go and actually participate in this and see what it can do for your marriage. And honestly, another thing that you probably should do, one thing that I have done and I'm already still doing and I'll do even more is get off social media. Stop posting long verbal dumps complaining about your husband. Get on your knees and pray for him. Go to God in prayer and cry out to him. Take a break from running to the phone to call your friend or from opening up your phone to write a novel while you're in the middle of crying, in the middle of a mess. Just push pause on all the social media. Reach out to the Lord who's the only one who can minister to you while at the same time reaching out to your husband's heart and simultaneously working in you both to bring restoration. No Facebook group. No story, no real is going to fix that. And instead, dig deep into God's word. You can listen to all the podcasts, mine included. You can try to find counseling or a course or coaching to help you deal with your marriage. But only Jesus can really heal or transform anything. And if you're not experiencing him, actually meeting with him and getting to know him, all the other things aren't going to last. You have to meet him sit with him, listen to him, and let him show you what you need to do. I will be doing the same thing, listening to God as he's showing me what to do next with the podcast, with our marriage ministry, inside our own marriage. How can we continue to improve? How can we continue to become more like him and continue to break chains and make a difference and leave a legacy for our sons? So let's do this together. Let's take a break and dig in to God's word together. Yes, you might not hear from me for a little bit. You might hear from me in a little while. I'm not sure, but I know that I will be doing the work on my end, and I hope you will be too. Thank you for sticking around for these past 
couple weeks if you just found the podcast for these past few years for those of you who have been around for a while and stay tuned for what may come next loads of love lydia second corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 all this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of god i'll see you next saturday same time same place